2: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No um, purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Also known as the Adrenaline Man. Um, I am a DOD uh, private contractor, so I've worked with our military. I've been a stuntman for many, many years uh, in Hollywood prior to that. And um, I've led a a heck of a life working in Hollywood as a stuntman and um, seeing everything from um, inside of Vegas, uh, mob bosses, crime bosses, to everything going on in Hollywood from the Playboy Mansion um, and being on drugs and cocaine myself to ended up smoking it and being in the streets of downtown L.A. Then guys got a hold of me and turned my life around and uh, used me to help military and law enforcement and and uh, hit the same streets that I used to be on uh, and make arrests and and help solve cold case murders. And uh, it's an interesting day for me today because of New Zealand and uh, the gun grab. I was there uh, working with the military and law enforcement. And when they had the shooting, then they went for the gun grab, which is today. And it's a lesson for America of what not to do with a socialist government, what not to fall for. So there's much to talk about. Um, but um, thank you for having me on my show. You're a patriot. Uh, I love your broadcast and your show and your guests, and I'm honored to be here, sir.
3: Now, uh, now, Dan, do you have some questions to kick off the broadcast yeah. here for our guests? Absolutely, I do. I want to know about the gun
1: grab in Australia. What's happening? It's in New Zealand. New Zealand, excuse me. Yes, sir. What, what happened, I was there for four years. They
0: have, uh, it, it's extreme. It's a, it's a, it was a godly nation. They, their motto was God defend New Zealand. Now, what does that have to do with us? Everything. So when I arrived there four years ago, I, I worked as a range officer. Uh, so I was helping them with their firearms. Now they have all of these crazy permits and a, and a is a basic AR now, an E is an autom- is considered a military. As soon as you throw a 30 round magazine into an A, an AR, you have an E, which is an MSSA or a military firearm. Then they have a C, which is a collector item, which are full of automatics, but you can never put a magazine in it uh, or put any ammo in it, even though it comes in a full military automatic condition, uh, they did. So people started to do that. Uh, Chinese moved in, they bought all of their property in New Zealand. They went in, put in a socialist government. I was an editor and a member of a military gun club at the time. And uh, I was asked to teach people, uh, communist Chinese, to shoot automatic weapons. I said, I'm not a mercenary. Uh, The New Zealanders laughed and said, don't worry about the Chinese. It's not a big deal. They can never shoot those automatics. They can only collect them. Well, what happened was they put in a socialist government. They had the mosque shooting, which we don't know hundred percent how much was true because the Clintons and the Podestas were there about a week before 700 pages of Australian gun grab legislation was written two weeks prior to the shooting, which makes you think. And then they went for the gun grab. Now your average Kiwi has to hand in everything he's got, but The the Chinese who collected full automatic C's don't have to hand in their guns. Why? Because if they simply remove the trigger group and put it somewhere else, they can keep those as a collector's item. There's also the highest gun city per capita in the world was Auckland, New Zealand. They have lost 300,000 guns uh, because you could buy an A-category weapon, an AR or an AK and put it under an A and not have to report it. Now they're missing those guns. There's house angels, there's biker gangs, there's meth labs, and there's also uh, Chinese military groups that have bought all of their farmland. And now everyone else has to hand in their guns, um, except for the bikers and the Chinese and other certain people. The police don't carry guns. They don't know how to use them, Um, so they were always opposed to the gun owners. We always were butting heads with them. Um, it, it's, it's a bloody mess. And, and here you've got idiots like O'Rourke, Beto saying, we're going to grab everyone's guns and then I will tear down the wall personally. And I just sit there and I go, y'all don't even know what is really going on. It's a sad day for New Zealand, a big day for America to remember and pay attention to closely and listen to the sound of the UN gun grab. We have to keep our Second Amendment rights. They don't want us to because to the UN, we are the largest freestanding army in the world with our Second Amendment rights. And the Second Amendment was not designed for burglars coming in our house. It is for big government and tyranny. And now New Zealand, the ride is over for them. So it's a big lesson, a big day.
1: So when when you think about the gun grab and you said that the police do not carry guns, Yes sir. Uh, How successful did they think they were with the gun grab? How, uh, very successful because
0: the people are in New Zealand are terrified. Uh, they're very indifferent. They've been beaten down. And if you've ever seen sheep, I'm sorry to compare them. We're eagles here in America. Um, they are sheep. They're very afraid. They have groups, hit squads. I call them AOS. Um, they're armed defenders what they are is a group of yahoos who really don't know how to shoot. They're given automatic weapons in a large group and they give given black suits and they pull down their masks. They kick in your door without warrants and open fire on you. None of their names are on the police docket or on the paperwork. So nobody really knows who did the shooting and you can expect a visit from AOS. Now who's under those masks? Let's see. Could it be some UN mercs in there mixed in? Yes, I'm sure of it. You see, while I was there, I found 43 ISIS training camps. Yes, that's right. They did nothing about them. I found meth labs. The police were patchwork members of the hell's angels and abided with the meth lab guys. So it's easier to take money than bust up meth labs. Then the Chinese, well, a lot of them are ex military and they're driving around in Tesla's and Lamborghinis with collector items. And I know those guys. And I knew all the arms officers personally and they fired all the arms officers handed everything over to the police and everyone is scared shitless. Now, part of my language of AOS taking in their door and coming after their guns, all except for the bikers who held up their middle finger. When Winston Peters and the government said, well, you need to hand in your guns. Um, they're not too worried. The Chinese aren't worried and everyone else is scared. So they're handing in their guns and droves and,
1: uh, Oh yeah. And for food stamps. So, yeah, real good. So you have a segment of the society, to use your words, that are scared, who own yes, guns, sir. who are turning them in. You have another Correct. segment of the population, Chinese being one of them, bikers being the other, who could give a rat's right. ass about the government, and they're not turning their guns in. Correct. So we're dearming the average citizen and leaving the foreigners with the weapons. Well, you've got to understand that UN UN is coming in there too. There's blue, blue
0: helmets and, and, uh, white vehicles and tanks, uh, being put in there. Their ex-military installations where they used to train have become FEMA camps and UN camps. And I personally have seen encampments, of third world UN guys who don't even speak English getting geared up and ready for something big. So it's, it's, it's very scary for them, but that's what happens when you won't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. If you don't stand for the second amendment, you will never have a first communism has killed 450 million people since 1917, but it always starts with a gun grab.
1: So not too far away, we have Australia which has yes, sir. very strict gun laws where they, they had people turn in their guns. Is it a different environment in Australia than it is in New Zealand? It's a little bit different because um, New Zealand is a little bit more isolated,
0: um, new, and Australia is likens themselves a little bit more to America. They're a little bit bolder, a little bit more out there, a little bit more... Uh, over the top, uh, I don't want to say crazy, but a little bit over, more over the top. So, um, you know, gangs started going over big, there. uh, drugs started getting pumped in there. And of course you, you, you add, um, Islamic radicals and terrorists started coming in, but they also started to see the crime from the stabbings like London and the people getting run over uh, what, what that brought and that actually brought the SAS and their law enforcement with guns back out into the street to regulate, which is, which is really important, but I wouldn't want to count on that. Uh, our police are great here. They have, they have guns and you know, they're, they're, their SWAT teams are well prepared and trained and I'm, I'm working with a group called EOPG emergency operations, proving ground out of Texas, uh, SWAT border patrol, Texas Rangers, uh, EMTs, firemen that are training for civil war, civil unrest, started by officer banning Sweatland, 16 year veteran, uh, of Dallas and Houston police and, and the Marine Corps veteran who, who started it. So we are, we are training Australia's behind, and New Zealand is nothing. They will be rolled over, um, like a sheet or like, like grass being mowed down because they're just, they're, they're, they're way, way outmatched and they don't even know what's going on or, or what's about to happen. They're very
1: passive and very, very indifferent. And that's, what's going to cost them. Everything has, has the, the, the leadership in the country, is it homegrown or ex, uh, imported? Well, it's, it's imported. Jackson.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? Yeah. Just It's actually a transsexual Jackson to Ardern had work with Tony Blair. I study this stuff cause I do counterterrorism, and I want to know where my enemy comes from. I was there. Jacinda Ardern absolutely worked in London with Tony Blair to go ahead and bring in the migration, um, around 1998, 99. So she was well groomed and she's next, uh, up for uh, being in the UN Helen, the UN gun grab Clark, we call her Helen Clark prior prime minister to New Zealand had taken all of their tanks and military gear and dumped all of their airplanes and everything in their tanks into the ocean to create a natural reef. Don't you know, uh, so much for global warming. Um, so she totally de- demolished their military. They had one wooden plane plane flying around the Island to patrol. And I laughed and I said, you guys are defenseless. We offered them. We 14 Tomcats. We offered them free training and we offered them everything. And Helen Clark said, no, Australia said, yes, Helen Clark said, no. And why is that? Because she's a friend of China. And so is Jackson Ardern. Uh, they're all UN uh, and by the way, just so you know, if you listen to any of the radio, the only station, you'll get is CNN in New Zealand and news hub news hub regurgitated communist news every hour on the hour on every channel, And no variations. There is no freedom. There is no freedom of voice. You can't even have a show like you're having on the air there. It gets cut off. Uh, you get visited by people, uh, your, your internet, your, everything is hacked and turned off. They have professional hackers and spies that make sure that the word doesn't get out. But I lived through this. I saw it. And I was under, people told me you're going to get killed dude either the Chinese is going to hit you with a triad. The bikers are going to come and visit you. AOS is going to kill you or or the terrorists are going to come and get you because you're just doing, you're getting way too busy. I said, this is what I do. And then finally it got to the point where there was nothing left and I just couldn't live that way and protect my wife. Um, you see, because if you defend yourself with a gun in New Zealand, even if it's four gang members coming in your house with shotguns and you use your gun to defend yourself, you get five years, they get an ankle bracelet and a slap on the wrist and then you end up either dead by AOS and, um, yeah. And they'll rape your family too after. Nice guys. Um, it is that severe. It sounds extreme. It's worse than that.
1: So do you, did you leave New Zealand? Pardon? Yes, I
0: did. You're, you're I, right I left you're... New Zealand. I, I left New Zealand and I came to go train, um, in Texas. Uh, at the place called EOPG emergency operations, proving ground in Jacksboro because I want to be in a country that wants to defend itself. You see, so I left New Zealand, we shipped all our stuff out and everything that I had told my gun club, I was the editor of a gun club called IMAS, international military arms society started by my, our Marine Corps after world war two, I told him you're headed for you and gun grab. No mate, it's never going to happen. Um, uh, I had all of my firearms license. I was a range officer, but some people there were training terrorists and Chinese, how to shoot pistols and guns on the gun range and asked me not to go to those certain gun ranges because I am a racist and Islamophobe. Don't you know, those are the people that sold out their own country of New Zealand. Guys like Peter Healy and, and other people. But, Um, it's a big deal now. Now there it, 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 yeah, it it had become way too dangerous for me there. And like I said, I won't be in a nation that won't defend itself. And at least if all hell breaks loose and we go into civil war, world war three, whatever, at least I'm surrounded by other like-minded people. And, uh, that's fine. And and that's the only way to, um, to survive and live. So I'm proud to be an American and a Texan and be here and train, everybody and giving the experience. Um, I went to California. It's a bloody mess. Drugs everywhere. Prop 47. You can get arrested with crack cocaine and meth. They let you go. They're letting murderers out onto the streets. Uh, I stayed in a hotel, me and my canine Brotweiler were were helping the Ventura County sheriffs do raids and busts on these kind of people. And this is Thousand Oaks, California. This is the top 3% in the world. This was just six months ago on my way to Texas. And I just said, I, I'd, I'd lo- love to help y'all, but y- you guys have too big of a problem and uh, I'm off the clock. I'm going to go to Texas and, and get on the clock and work. And that's what happens when you put socialism in. And now, so I saw from New Zealand to California and now I'm in Texas. And like I said here, you know, with the shootings happening, perpetrated, um, uh, much of the people, none of them are NRA. None of them are Trump supporters that did this shooting. Uh, it's all a bunch of bullshit. And if you really, if you really want to get into the El Paso shootings and the Dayton, Ohio shootings, the guy from Dayton didn't even, he was given a gun by a terrorist. He, he wasn't an NRA guy. He was an illegal gun owner. The guy in El Paso, he had to go all the way down to El Paso to shoot Latin people. I don't think so. He's from Fort Worth. So, um, really, th- this whole thing. And this is, this was an open door for better O'Rourke to step in and start talking shit. You know what I mean? Um, and, and go for it. So I've been there, done that, seen it and I can read it. Like, a, like, like you can see a puppet show from behind the stage as an adult and you go, Hmm. Yeah. I see the hand in that little puppet over there. So it's, it's very visible
1: and transparent, but I'm glad to be back. So, I'm not, I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm just trying to summarize uh, a portion of what sure. you're saying. You you seem to imply that a, a faction came into the country and took control of it, especially of the political leadership that was uh, anti-gun and uh, was able to convince enough of the people in the country to vote for them because they were going to restore law and order, but not do it with guns. Is that a fair assessment? Well, no, it's more like this. Everyone started to
0: see the mass migration um, that was coming into New Zealand. And, And China was buying all of their farmland, and you could see all of the cranes, and and the Chinese driving Lamborghinis and and Rolls Royce SUVs. I've never seen one in my life until I got to New Zealand and they got infuriated. The, the, the Kiwis started to get mad. And then they got upset because uh, other people would migrate to their country and have six wives. And then they had to pay for six houses for the six wives and 40 kids. So the labor party stepped up, it had nothing to do with guns at the time. Labour Party stepped up and said, if you vote us in, when you hear the word Labour Party ever, no, it's a hammer and a and Be careful because it's a communist party. So everyone jumped at the chance to vote in the Labour Party. They're going to stop the immigration of the Chinese and restore wealth to our country by redistributing it. They said nothing about guns except for Helen Clark, who was pulling the puppet strings for Jacinda, Ardern who said I will return one day New Zealand and get all of your guns. And I quote, that's what happened. So Jacinda answered to Helen, they went in, she got voted in. And as soon as she got voted in all of this fell apart. She never stopped any migration. She never stopped anybody from doing anything. In fact, and I'll say if you're asking me to say it, yes, it's a UN setup. um, they're paid by UN. they're globalists. You see the tr- circles they travel in. They go to all the UN meetings. They were placed in there to go ahead and get the guns out of New Zealand and take over a country just like Venezuela. It, it was Venezuela used to have that great oil production. They used to have guns. and these in fact the, the women used to they had more women that were winning the Miss Universe than any other country. They were doing really well till they experimented on them and they took down and now, you know, they're eating rats and flamingos uh, uh, until they can get back on their feet. Uh, Thank God we have somebody that a president that cares. That's actually helping them get back on their feet this time instead of somebody who's with the UN. So yes, if that's what you're asking me, yep. It was a setup for a gun grab by the UN with a government that was implanted and put in there that made it sound really nice. If we come in, you're all going to do. And you know what? The Maori people, I'm going to tell you right now, their indigenous people got screwed because they said, if you vote us in, the Maori's going to get more welfare money. You're going to be set. Everything's going to be great. We've got tribal leaders in parliament now. And you see the Maori painted faces, tribal leaders. They sold them out too. You see, because they're importing people from other countries and they're actually installing Somalian gangs in the Maori neighborhoods. And it's a bloodbath and it's an experiment and it's crazy. I mean, these maoris uh, they, they never got their money. They never got their increase in their welfare. They got the island taken away from them. And then now they got the promise of the labor party and, no, and nobody's saying anything about that and, and what's going on. So, um, if you're asking me to say that, I'm saying it.
2: Yep.
3: Absolutely amazing. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live. Now, IQ, um, do you have any questions for our guest? No, I've,
2: I've got a comment because what he's talking about is happening in Europe. It's happened in England. And they took the guns away about 20, 25, no, over 30 years ago. And literally, there were hundreds of thousands, in like fact, there were millions of uh, British people who had guns who used to enjoy them by going to the shooting range nobody was yes, ever who who had a gun license was convicted of murder the same thing in america i always ask the same question how many of those shooters mass murders were members of the nra no So how is it possible that they condemn the nra but they don't condemn the criminals what is happening you are well informed but it's a fact we're not discussing something which is yes. fixed i'm talking about the people that i know or the countries that i know they are in fact in world war ii yamamoto the military genius who started who, who conducted the, uh, the war told his superiors that even if they destroy america's military to invade America, they will have to face 200 million people with guns. Are you with me? Yes, sir. So, I, uh, America without guns is the end of Western civilization. And America with Islam is also the end of Western civilization. They go to. Yes, go. sir. That's why they have Somalis in Minnesota and other places, and they have a Somali in. The American government in the in Congress, who should never have been there, who should not be there, and yes, there is that's not right. Single American, with all due respect to all of you, not a single American in Congress, not one, has had the backbone or the knowledge to say, "You are Sharia compliant." And it's same thing with Rashida claim, You swore on the Quran, on the nemesis of the American Constitution, you are illegal. Nobody says that. I'll say it. you're right.
0: You know, with the guns, we are the largest freestanding army in the world. Us Americans are NRA and that's what the UN doesn't want because they don't want their precious blue helmets shot at when they come into our country. And by the way, just so you know, the reason why president Trump has has to put up a wall isn't because of a, a Mexican American poor people who want to come across with their kids and want a better life. It's because we have middle Eastern, we have communist, we have mercenaries from around the world who are pulling in through the borders of South America into our country and they're putting on black masks and calling themselves Antifa. Don't think that our kids now are all of a sudden grew a, a set of, a, of balls and decided to swing pipes around and, and, are, and are tough and going to take our guns away because you have implants from 164 nations from around the world that are called UN mercenaries. And this is why we have to stop this and hold that line. Look, I used to work on the Arizona border and out of 72,000 illegal aliens crossing the borders every year illegally, 12,000 came from the Middle East. What do you think they're bringing with them? We have natural enemies and it's insane to think that they won't take advantage of those borders on their way in. And this gentleman who has just said what he said, he is well-informed, he knows what he's talking about. He's not the NRA and the people of Europe. Look at France; it's a, it's a mess. Germany is finally getting a hold of guns any way they can to arm themselves because they don't want their women and children mass raped by roving gangs uh, uh, of terrorists through their country. And by the way, every three seconds, and you can count one, two, three. Every three seconds, a woman is gang raped in Sweden and in Germany. So do the math on that. And let me know how that works out for you. Um, and it just can't happen here because they want us, the wolf is at the door, Russia and China are together, Iran and North Korea are together, they want this, they want to start a war and the people like the Somalian pirate that he mentioned and Elian and whatever their names are that are Sharia compliant Muslim brotherhood and are sitting there going against our, our president, our constitution, and against everything we stand for as a nation need to be exterminated and, and removed from office and impeached. We need to hold the line and hold our country, United States of America. If we do not unite, we will divide and we will lose our country. And I assure you of that.
3: Dan Dan Perkins, do you have any uh, comments, feedback here? We've got our guest here.
1: Well, I'm just I'm just fascinated um, about just listening to him. He was uh, I had I really have to say, Jim, I had no idea. Uh, I only know one person in Australia or in the New Zealand, and she's a law student, and I haven't talked to her in two years. So, uh, this is all new revelation to me. And I, I, I just, I'm amazed uh, how it has deteriorated. And I'm going to make the bold statement we didn't know about it in the United States. And
0: it's important that you do, because if you don't know, history will repeat itself. And by the way, for this gentleman who said about the Japanese, and the military leader, if we invade America, he was right. And another thing, my grandparents are survivors from world war one and world war two. My grandfather, my dad, my brothers all fought and were military and are military and my grandfather fought against Adolf Hitler and then communism came in. So I will tell you what communism does. They came to America. My grandparents after, two wars and losing most of their family. And they held their right hand up and swore to defend this nation against foreign and domestic enemies and had to at least learn a couple of sentences of English and get their green card and do it the right way. I want everybody to do it the right way. Everybody should be welcome to come and do it the right way, but you don't go like today on the news and, and cars in front of Trump tower waving the Mexican flag and cursing America. You don't go on the other side of our border, burning the American flag and throwing rocks at our border patrol agents heads and killing them. That's not the way you become citizens of America. I do not welcome those kind of people to this nation because they only mean to hurt us, murder us and kill us from within. And I have seen this and my grandparents have told me about this ever since I was a little boy and I used to say why are you telling me all of this and then I read it in the bible and I saw what was going on in Europe and I just said my god really all you got to do look is look at israel i don't even need to watch the news i watch israel surrounded by its enemies with a cashier oil that they just found under their country and iran and russia which is in the bible Magog and babylon together they're wanting the oil and then you see the oil strike on saudi arabia and then you go, Oh my gosh, it's happening. Cause God says, I will draw you into Israel by the hook of the jaw, which is oil. And China wants that oil too. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing revelation. You're seeing it happen. It's coming. There's no way to stop it. There's a country named the United States of America. Now, if we were developed for 280 years or whatever it is exactly. And if we were developed in our military to this point to stand for Israel and help them, because God says, I will bless those nations that bless you, Israel. I will curse those that curse you. Let me tell you, they're a small little country, but why are they still alive, surrounded by so many mass enemies? I'll tell you why. Because God has been defending them, and they're tough people. Do walls work? Ask Israel. They had 72 terrorist attacks a day, a day on their buses, blowing people up in Jerusalem. They put the wall up. They don't even have 72 uh, a year now. Are they getting rocketed? Yeah, they are, but they've got their dome. Do walls work? I don't know. Let's ask the Pope in the Vatican behind his giant walls and the gold under the city if walls and arm guards work. But he's calling everyone else that wants to put a wall up a non-Christian It's all a bunch of B.S. and it's time to stand up for our country, wake up and smell the coffee before you wake up and see the FEMA coffins. And there's a lot of them because we still have leftover FEMA camps from the last administration. And that's what they mean to put us in if we don't stand for ourselves, each other, the rules and the laws. And that goes for every country. If we all band together against the UN and this tyranny and evil that they're spreading around the world by dividing these nations and trying to sell us on a bunch of bullshit, what we're being distracted by all this other crap from global warming, which doesn't exist. Excuse me. They have weather manipulation machines, 11 harp machines around the world. By the way, California was burnt to the ground because my house was burnt to the ground. I was there. God told me to leave there, go to New Zealand, because all of California is going to burn. Am I crazy? No, it happened. Exactly. 100 wildfires happened. They were lit by lasers out of the sky. We have the laser technology. We have the harp machines. We used to flood valleys in Vietnam in 1959. The UN has assumed all of this equipment and is using weather manipulation, global warming, and all of this crap against us. And that's what they're—that's how they want to get obtain the oil. That's when how they want to obtain crowd control. People need to wake up and realize, ask questions. Don't let them silence you. You're a xenophobe. You're an Islamophobe. You're a disphobe. You're a thatophobe. When I left to New Zealand, my house burned to the ground. My neighbors burned alive in their houses. My whole neighborhood burned. But let me tell you what happened because this has to do with the gun grab. The Las Vegas shooting happened. Okay. They say it was a 164 year old man operating 48 different automatic guns and weapons like seal team precision running from one window to another with a bad heart. Bullshit. Bullshit. He made a deal with middle East. He flew back and forth. They probably said, help us carry the gun upstairs. We'll do the rest. Bang. He gets it in the head and there's a suicide letter next to him. All of a sudden from behind at the, the, the 91 Country Festival, open fire AK-47s. Okay, and even the people who survived it said there were guys dressed in black opening fire. Now, how does CNN know in one hour it was one man when it took me and the rest of the Las Vegas PD six months to review thousands of clips and footage and sounds from all these different automatic weapons? Oh, and then Saudi Arabian Prince said. Oh, yes, that's right. I do own Valleys, and the Clintons do own a part of it, too. And they asked me to send some snipers just to protect the hotel. Is that right? So as soon as we unraveled that ball of twine and we figured out it was a U.N. mercenary hit job in Las Vegas, they that night they lit the first part of California. Okay? A year later, borderline shooting bar in Ventura County, 10 minutes from the house I used to live in. My wife looked at me and she said, My God, we knew kids from our church were in there. Four kids that I knew were killed in there by a so-called nut of a marine, which was never proven. She said, What do you think's gonna happen? I said, second round of fires. By two fifteen AM, Malibu and the rest of Thousand Oaks, California was lit, fifty fires. And the Californians even admitted to seeing blue flashing lights. Oh, they're aliens. No, put down the joint and the marijuana. They're not aliens. Those are Chinese and they're using lasers. Why? Because they form corporations in Nevada. They burn shit, they flood it, and then they buy our land. Guess what? The Clintons and the Obamas made a deal that they couldn't finish selling uranium to Russia and selling our property to China. Now they want their shit. Hey, We want our stuff. How do we get it? Well, I don't know. Uh, uh, You're just going to have to go in and get it when you didn't finish the deal. Nobody expected that the Donald, which stands for the conqueror at the last Trump, which is biblical would step in and put his boot up everybody's ass and put $700 billion into our military and defend our nation. This I don't care whether you like him or not. This is biblical. This is our last altar call. And if we let this slide and we put in a communist or any one of those nut jobs from Booker to, are you kidding me? Bernie Sanders to Herbie old Joe Biden who's lost his mind. You think it'll go well for us. I guarantee you we will lose our nation to communism and you would be run down worse than New Zealand worse. Will there be a world war three? The Bible talks about it, but me, My friends, I would rather be on my feet standing and fighting than being marched off to a FEMA camp watching my women and my children get torn away from me and raped by UN mercenaries. So this is very serious,
1: this whole conversation. There's nothing funny about it, and it's all true. So is there a is in your mind is there a relationship between what our lady friend from Minneapolis Omar who is saying yes. that the UN refugee organization should be brought in to take care of the southern border is that part absolutely of
0: this? it was it was it was an Obama setup and and like I said I got I have clearance from Pentagon clearance to seal team guys to border patrol to police but even bigger than that I have God's clearance and I listen to revelation and I watch it Obama had started to bring in. Let me just tell you something that'll blow your mind. Do you know why Puerto Rico was struck with a storm? Do you know why Venezuela was was blacked out? I'm going to tell you why because the call for u n mercenaries was made then They were landing them on Puerto Rico after they leveled that island, and of course, the President of Puerto Rico was offended by Trump. He can't come there. We found all of the food and water that we've been sending Puerto Rico in the trash, and now you see their officials were so crooked. This was all a UN setup. Obama got into office, and the Muslim Brotherhood said, Give us Europe. He said, No problem. And the fake Christian Pope, Oh, if you're really Christians, you'll assimilate with Islam. There's no assimilating and coexisting with people who want to cut your head off. I'm sorry, that's the truth. So it began in Europe. And then it spread into France. Then it went down into New Zealand and it's hitting this world and this globe, like a plague. It hit Canada with Trudeau, excuse me, a part-time acting coach. Really? You're the, you're the, you're the president of Canada. You make me sick. I know what acting is. I used to work in Hollywood. He's a bad actor. Look at France. The guy marries his substitute teacher destroys France. And then we find out Notre Dame is burned. Oh my God. No, but we, what we found out there was one church a week burned. They have no go zones in France. What the hell? No, go zone. No, the police can't come there. They're going to get rocks thrown in their car. Don't you have a military? You go into the no go zones and you, and you get rid of the guys that are throwing the rocks. That's it. Checkmate game over. Instead, we're coddling these terrorists, making excuses, they're voting in Somalian Muslim Brotherhood Cairo members like Taliyab, who says, we're going to impeach that mother, you know what? I'm like, you got to be kidding me. These are the nuts that are going to be in our future. They'll kill us. They'll kill us all. And it's insane. So thank God that we have somebody that's, but we've got to get behind this. All of us got to get behind this. All of us, black, white. Mexican, it doesn't matter where you're from. If you want your family safe, nobody's going to win. Nobody. Mm-hmm. The African-Americans that are offended, the NFL, the LM, they're not going to get America by, Oh, if we win the war against the white people, the Latin people, Oh, for, you know, if we get enough of us in here and we do a civil war and we're going to win. No, See while we're fighting each other in a civil war, that's when Russia, China, and Iran will go incoming. Boom. The planes will fill the sky. And uh that'll be it. So it's time to wake up, and it's time to fight back, it's time to be educated, it's time to speak, it's time to talk, it's time to unite. One nation under God, that's it. Done deal. That was our covenant with God, that's why he blessed this nation. But if he raised this nation long enough for our military to defend Israel and the rest of the world, and if we have to learn the hard way I'm telling you, God has handed over the children of Israel to their enemies every time they turn their back on God and would not stand for God. He had, he had, said, okay, if you don't want me there, I'll remove my hand of protection. You never want to see that happen to this country.
1: So, IQ, are you still around? I'm waiting. I'm here. I'm waiting to hear you say something.
2: Well, look, it might sound far-fetched what the gentleman is saying, but I'll tell you what's happening. Everywhere in Europe, in every country, except the Eastern Europeans, who were under the Soviet Union, no one can speak about Islam. No one. You can curse Jesus, you can curse Moses, you can say anything about Christianity, you can say anything about Judaism. But the minute you tell the truth about Islam, you shut up. That's right. But it's happening in America also now. That's a tragedy. In America today, as I'm speaking to you, You are suffering the same thing. Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib insult the American people, insult the American constitution, insult Americans day after day after day, and not one single American says, shut up and get out. And legally I'm talking about, legally, I'm not talking about illegally. They are Sharia compliant. Automatically they are anti-American. Automatically they are anti every human being on the planet who is not a Muslim it's not complicated but no who's listening who's listening so you say am i li- am i can i contribute yes i've been contributing to the same talk for the last five years six years saying exactly the you same are way. right sir you have Amen. to stand and me- up and you have to stand up immediately you don't have time they're taking us over over the border as the gentleman said It's not only Latin Americans coming, they're capturing Somalis, they're capturing African Muslims, they're capturing Muslims from all over the world, over the border. You can't have a society, an independent state, without borders. It never existed, it doesn't exist. Amen. So, so what can I tell you? As much as it sounds, what he's saying is global conspiracy theory. I don't care. It's a fact what's happening. We are not standing up, and we shall be crushed. And I said before many times, if the United States falls, Western civilization is finished. That's it. That's my contribution. That's right.
1: So, um, I had lunch today with a client, and we were talking about what the hell happened to America. What is it? What is it that caused this this cascade of communism to come out of the Democratic Party, out of the walls, the floor, and the ceiling, with this such radical agenda? Uh, do you have any clue there, sir? What why, why all of a sudden we've got all these people who yes, sir, coming, I'm I'm coming to get your guns and and the green new deal and free Medicare and uh, three, what happened that, that this all of a sudden exploded on the American side? Uh, I'll tell you,
0: here's what happened. I'm going to blow your mind on this one. This is great. JFK was murdered in the early sixties, murdered. Bush was there in the streets. They promised Bush a seat on the one world government. They promised him he'd be next president. The communists used to tell us in the fifties, if we can't fight you and beat you, we will infiltrate your government and beat you. What they did was after they murdered JFK, our last democratic president, the shell, if you will, like an old lobster shell, that's still bright red. The shell had, was still sitting there and the communist crawled into the shell of the democratic party. And it took a little bit of time. Um, for them to go ahead and exercise everything. But during that time, if you realize and you take a good look around, we have not really won a war since then. Uh, the AR 15, I mean the M16, we sent our boys into battle because JFK wouldn't have allowed us to go into Vietnam. Should we have fought that war? It was practice for Chinese mercenaries mixed in with the Vietnamese to use their equipment against us. And ever since then, not like world war two, where we won clearly won, we've gotten rid of generals and all of a sudden the job of the politician was to fight our wars and tell us how many groups of young men we should send Well, just send 10,000 Afghanistan. Um, and then they get, they, they get shot and killed. Um, wait a minute, hold on. What happened to, you know what, you need to fly over that country, bomb the shit out of it until they submit and then and the war is over. What is this? IUDs blowing up people, terrorists mix in. And every time Islam wants to start a new group, it's Hezbollah, it's ISIS, it's ISIS, it's crisis. They, they switch the name on you. And and then you're like, oh, a new terrorist group. No, it's not the new terrorist group. It's Islam under a different name by Palestine, Saudi Arabia. It's part of Muslim Brotherhood. It's part of Saudi Arabia. They, they divide the names, but, What happened was when Obama, the Clintons, had sold us out, they actually sold part of Israel to Saudi Arabia, Bethlehem and Jericho, of all places. This is historical because you're going to hear about it this week. If Benjamin Netanyahu gets in today, like he should, he said he will forcefully take back what belongs to him. And the Bible backs him in the book of Ezekiel. Now, the Democrats are communists. They're pure communists. The Clintons have been training Al-Qaeda. Hillary Clinton sent $1.8 billion into a Qatar bank account the week she was running for president. And when Obama got in, who's born in Kenya, he was born in Hawaii. Yes, he was. You're right. Hawaii, Kenya. You ever heard of Hawaii, Kenya? You should look it up. So if you took a lie detector, were you born in Hawaii? Yes. Hawaii, Kenya. First of all, he's a Muslim brotherhood. It's the first phone call that they recorded in the Pentagon that he made. Hey boys, I'm in, uh, along with the Clintons who have been aiding and abetting the, the Muslim brotherhood for years. And th- that includes me. Cause I'm part Serbian and I'm really pissed off about the Baltic Wars because Croatia, who we allowed a small group of Muslims to stay there. We never said anything. It's okay. We're, you just take this little piece of land. Well, they had a lot of kids and they kept having kids. And then one day, they opened the door to the rest of Yugoslavia and said, Hey, we're taking this piece of land for us now because that's what that cult does. Um, so what happened was the Clintons and we were winning in this, uh, that war a uh, fair and square civil war between us, you know, we'll sort it out. Okay. That's our country. We said the Serbians, the Christians, and then the Clintons got paid and then they bombed the shit out of Serbia, Belgrade, our churches, our hospitals, and our kids. They got paid by Islam to do it. So what they did was actually help train Al Qaeda in this process. So it's been a process, but when Obama got in, that was a that was a game changer. Um, because he had been UN, he had been groomed and bred for this job. He was not he was you think that these Muslim Brotherhood Somalians in Taliyab are bad. Everyone's forgetting what Barry did and what Barry stood for, where Barry came from, Barry Satoro. Um, if you remember where he really, where he came from, he was set up for this for many years because we said we needed a black president. During that time, he was dating a fellow named Michael Levant Robinson. Yes, that's right. You know him as Michelle. I have his high school picture. I have his college records. I have his, date of when he went into the hospital to have his implants put in that's Michelle. Okay. So during that time, Barry created this scenario for everyone where he used the media in his favor and everyone played along. You know why? Because if you said anything against Barry, you were a, you are a racist against black people and everyone in America who oh, you can't say anything against black people. If you do that, so soon as and they use the race card, You said something against Obama. You're a black racist. You're, you're a white supremacist. Okay. So it started here. And then pretty soon you're an Islamophobe. Then you're a xenophobe. Then you're a homophobe. Oh no, I don't want to be a phobe. And they started throwing all of these terms around to anyone who fought back and told the truth. That's how we got silenced. And this is how this all came about. So I know it's a long answer, but that's what happened. And now there's nothing left but socialists because you see, sir, they've run out of voters because people have figured out that they're communists. So the only way to get new voters is open the borders, let them all in. Don't, you know, I went to California, they do a background check for a 22 bullet, a background check. But when you go vote from another country, they do no background check at all. So you vote five times for the Clintons or for the Somalian pirate or, whoever it is, that new governor of California who is releasing death row inmates and murderers back into the streets. And I'm just going, oh my God, how far have we fallen? So the Democrats are the communists, um, and, are and they're pure socialists. And if you think Adolf Hitler is bad and was bad, he was a monster. Sure. But let me tell you, this is going to cost tens of millions of people their lives this time around. If they get their UN globalist Illuminati way,
1: well, the thing that I, I know we're almost out of time, but, but, but I, I, I could be Pollyannish in my ob, ob objections or my observations, but the more these communists talk from the platform about all the things they want to do, I think they lose more and more of the Americans. And I think there's going to be a major revolt at the polls yes, that's in right. November of 2020. That, I do they, can, they can't bring in enough immigrants between now and the election to have an impact, but they won't the need to,
0: they won't need to cause the UN and the rest of the world, as you see Iran trying to pick a fight with us, you see Russia trying to start a fight with us. You see president Z of China ready to go ahead and push the buttons. And they've even got North Korea who says they got nukes that can hit California. Now, all of a sudden they're really bold when they don't get their way and the, and everyone figures out what the commie are all about, they were, they are going to go ahead and pull that card out of their pocket. And if you don't think that they've met with Russia, China, Iran, and North Korea already on this matter, and if they don't get their way, they want that. You know why? Because they're going to be in their bomb shelters somewhere under the ground in South Island in New Zealand or in the mountains of Canada until the smoke clears in their own opinion but there's still a God and he's still large and in charge. And if we still unite as America and, and turn from our ways, our God can restore our land. But this is exactly what they want. They want a civil war. They want it. They don't care. They already know they've lost. And what do people do? The biggest terrorist bomber in the world is the devil. He's Satan. He's going to hell. He knows it. So he just wants to blow up the whole world, you know, and this is where we're headed. These guys know they're not going to win in 2020. They can't keep ground. They've been exposed. So they're like, wow, let's just burn it all and go hide.
1: And that's what's scary. Hey, Jim.
3: Well, I'll tell you, this has definitely been a fun hour. We have got a, a great guest with us today. Of course, you know him as the uh, Adrenaline Man, author Andre Alekson with us today here in a broadcast. Now, um, you've got a book out there, my friend. Talk to us about this book here and in, in the remaining moments that we have with you.
0: Roger that. Thank you for asking me about that. It's USA Relentless, and it's um, a journey of a Hollywood stuntman um, that's been on drugs, many near-death experiences from parachute malfunctions to car wrecks to cancer to being on drugs to Vegas mobs, prison riots, you name it, it's in the book, to restoring my life and training with SEAL teams in the Arizona border and our military. And, um, becoming the adrenaline man, uh, we're filming a, a TV show for God family and country called adrenaline man, where I'm going to be doing extreme live action stunts, not green screen, not, not, uh, that, that junk that you see CGI. It's going to be for all the real stunt men and people. These are going to be live, extreme record breaking stunts because I used to watch evil Knievel and I grew up with some of the world's toughest men from go coach of who judo Jean labelle who choked out steven seagal and made him crap in his pants that's, that's my sense, eh? <laughs> i've
3: heard i've heard that story so, yes <laughs>
0: it's uh yeah he 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 he, he just folded him up and then after he crapped his pants he woke up and he pointed to gene labelle and he said you're finished i'm i said old man and and judo Jean pointed to him he said piggy he said you're finished in this town and he ended his career and so uh But it's USA Relentless, and we're going to be doing Adrenaline Man and seeking American sponsors, so you all get a hold of me uh, for the show, American Product Line. Uh, You can go to USA Relentless, get 20% off. Part of the money goes to our military and their families because they fought for this nation. I'm one of the guys that wants to go to the White House, unlike these communists. I'm not offended by the flag. I want to go to the White House. I want to give President Trump a huge check for our military. That's what the show and the proceeds from this book are going to. God, family, and country in America. Thank you, sir. Now, uh gentleman I- Andre Ellison.
3: Fantastic. Now, IQ Arrizoli, before we let you go, uh, how do we find you, pick up your books, everything?
2: Yes. Google Pardon? my name. Pardon, sir? IQ a- IQ Arrizoli. L-A-L-R-A-S-S-O-O-L-I. Fantastic. And thank you for a great talk.
3: Yes, this has definitely been fun. Now, Dan Perkins... Um, bring us up to speed on your uh, nonprofit and also explain to our guest here about that, Dan.
1: Yeah, we've got a nonprofit called Songs and Stories for Soldiers, and we're in 130 veterans' facilities across the country working with the, the Veterans Administration and uh, veteran service organizations dealing with post traumatic stress disorder, uh, sleep deprivation, and suicide prevention. And the and the website is songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. We've given away about 19,000 MP3 players helping veterans. Also, Jim, today, uh, actually yesterday, on Clash Daily is a, a new commentary concerning the uh, the attack on Saudi Arabian oil over the weekend that your mis- our listeners might be interested in reading. And thanks for having me on today. Definitely.
3: Definitely. Well, uh, gentlemen, I appreciate it. And uh, Andre, I will be in touch, my friend. And Dan and IQ, we'll talk to you next week.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, sir. And I'll be looking you up on the Psalms and Stories and Network with you. Thank you, sir, for the other gentlemen for being so well informed. Um, and thank you, Jimmy. You're just you're you're Mr. Jagger, You're just. Uh, the, the number one patriot and the number one American radio <laughs> show that everyone needs to listen. Thank you, sir. I am honored and I salute you. My next skydive out of uh, uh, C-134 with our, our SEAL team, that's going to be dedicated to you. I salute you, sir. Hey, Thank send,
3: you. send me video of that. I will put that everywhere. <laughs> Thank you, brother. My- you got it, brother. It'll be that is fantastic and uh, we are gonna take a break and we will see you next time here on our big broadcast ghost to ghost bone of the bone.